Good morning on this Wednesday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. Yesterday we left off talking about how Jesus was going to glorify the Father's name by basically becoming a seed. In other words, going to the cross, being buried, and resurrecting uh, again. Of course, the Father had promised him that he would not let him see corruption. He would not leave him in hell. And that uh, he could lay his life down. No man took it away from him. But we are actually taught the, the principle of seed time. Meaning that everything and many things in our lives are seeds. And when Jesus said in John chapter 5 verse 43, I am come in my Father's name and you receive me not. If another shall come in his name, him you will receive. Of course, we're talking about the Antichrist in the future and how a lot of people will receive Antichrist uh, today uh, versus receiving the Messiah, the true Christ. In John 5, 44, how can you believe which receive honor one from another and seek not the honor that comes from God only? We had made mention that the name of God uh, is associated with honor. It was associated with glory, associated with power. In John 10, 25, the scripture says, Jesus answered them, I told you, and you believe not. And the works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. There is the power right there. Uh, that he does in the Father's name, but they still didn't believe him. In John twelve twenty eight, it says, Father, glorify your name. There's the glory part. Then came there a voice from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. And Jesus was talking about the type of death uh, uh, that he was going, to, he was talking about death, basically, how he was going to go through the process of exchanging the body that he had for a new one, paying for our redemption. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. And God desires, according to John 15, that we bear fruit, that we uh, bring forth more fruit, and that we bring forth much fruit, and number four, that it uh, our fruit remain. It says uh, in Matthew thirteen eighteen. Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of God, or the word of the kingdom, and understands it not, then the wicked one uh, uh, comes, and he catches away that which was sown in the heart. The word is planted. It says, this is he which received the seed by the wayside. So the word of God is called seed. But he that receives the seed, once again, in the stony uh, ground, the same is he that heareth the word and uh, addeth joy to it when he receives it. Uh, verse 21, yet he hath no root in himself, but endureth for a while. And when tribulation and persecution arise for the word's sake, uh, uh, by and by he is offended. Verse 22, he also that received the seed 
there's the seed again, uh, among the thorns is he that hears the word and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, uh, choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. And remember, uh, Jesus, if he was planted into the ground, would bring forth much fruit. In verse number 23, But he that received the seed, and there's the seed again, into the good ground is he that hears the word, understands it, which also bears fruit, and bringeth some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. So it's very productive, but it's the seed that is planted. The seed is converted into a different body from which it is planted into the ground. And that body is the one that bears the fruit. And once again, the new seed that will be planted in Matthew 13, 25, uh, 13, 34, it says, Another parable put forth he unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man. So he is comparing how the kingdom of heaven operates here on this earth. He says, It's like a man which sowed good seed in his field, but while men slept, his enemy came, and the enemy sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. And it says in verse number 38, And the field is the world, the good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. Verse number 13, The enemy that sowed them is the devil, and the harvest is the end of the world, or the end of the age, and the reapers are the angels. In Matthew 13, uh, uh 31, it says another parable he put forth unto them. The kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and he sowed into his field. If you'll notice, all of these parables are associated with someone planting a seed. And how the seed and the process of the seed and the progress of the seed eventually brings forth fruit. In Matthew seventeen twenty, and Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Be removed hence yonder, and, be, uh, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible to you. In Galatians 6, 7, and 8, it says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, he shall also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit of the Spirit shall reap life everlasting. So we begin to see that our words, our actions, our thoughts, the things we do or the things that we do, wind up being seeds that get planted. And if they're planted in the Spirit or they're planted in the flesh, then the result and the harvest will be of the flesh or of the spirit. That which is of the flesh is corruptible or it's corruption and will not last. That which is of the spirit is eternal. In Genesis one twenty-five, each seed is going to produce after its own kind. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind, the cattle after their kind, and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. So each seed is going to produce according to its kind. Now, every seed not only <clears throat> produces after its own kind, it produces a greater harvest than the one seed that was planted. 
and every seed is multiplied. And also every seed grows at its season and produces at its season. The timings are within God's hands who has set forth the seasons for our life. And we'll see this in Genesis in chapter 8, verse 22. In Matthew chapter 22, verse uh, 24, uh, this is when the Herodians had asked Jesus, uh, Good Master, Moses said, If a man die and having no children, his brother shall marry his wife and raise up seed unto his brother. Of course, we also had learned yesterday that having children is considered having seed. Then in Matthew chapter, um, uh, 1 Corinthians 15, uh, 36, it, uh, talking about the seed that is planted in the ground or when we die, it says, Thou fool, that which thou sowest is not quickened except it die. In other words, if it doesn't die, and it's talking about our spiritual walk also with the Lord, if our spiritual walk, we don't die to the flesh, then it's never going to be made alive. There will never be any living life of the Spirit in us. In verse 37, it says, And that which you sow, you sow not the body that shall be, but the bare grain. It may uh, uh, of chance be of wheat or of some other grain, but God giveth it a body as it has pleased him, and every seed his own body. So every seed has its own thing that it's going to produce. The seed never looks like the body that grows out of it. It's the same thing for us. Our body is going to be buried once we pass on. But that which is going to be the new body at the resurrection is going to be very, very, very different as far as uh, it being incorruptible and eternal and everything else. Now, in uh, 2 Corinthians 9.10, it says, Now he that ministereth seed to the sower, this is talking about giving, giving is considered planting seed. He that uh, ministereth seed to the sower, both ministers bread for you, and multiplieth your seed sown, and the increase of fruit of your righteousness. In First uh, Peter, in chapter 1, verse 2, it says, Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. So the word of God here is called an incorruptible seed. Uh, we sow in righteousness, and we increase, we increase the fruit of our righteousness also. The Bible talks about those that sow in tears will reap in joy. So once again, this principle of seed time is found in Genesis 8.22. While the earth remains seed time and harvest, cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. So as long as these things are existent, and believe me, we're in winter right now, and spring will be coming up, and then will be summer, then that means there's another harvest season. In our spiritual harvest seasons also, we have to recognize what period we're in. We don't want to harvest the plant when it's only three days old. We want to wait until the season to reap it has arrived. Learning to understand this will help us be more fruitful and productive 
for God in his kingdom. Jesus said in John 17, 6, Unto the Father in his priestly prayer, I have manifested your name unto the men which you gave me out of this world, the cosmos. They were yours, and you gave them unto me. They have kept your word. They have kept the seed that you have given them. It says, uh, verse 8, And I have given them the words which you gave me. You gave me the seed. I gave them the seed. They have received the seed. They have known surely that I am come from thee. And they have believed that you have sent me. Verse 11. And now I am no more in this world. But these are in the world. And I am come to thee, Holy Father. Keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me that they may be one as we are one. Once again, the mention of the name of the Father. And then in John seventeen twelve, it says, While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me, I have kept, and none of them is lost but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. John seventeen twenty six, and I have declared unto them your name, and they will declare it that the love, and will declare it that the love wherewith thou hast loved me, be in them, and I in them. So we see just from the scriptures that we have read, that the Father's name in association with how Jesus ministered to the disciples and people was very important. It included honor, it included glory, it included power, but it also included the way things were done was through the process of seeds, planting, seed time, and harvest. Consider this food for thought and for the imagination. There's a lot to take in in one shot, but... The Lord richly and fully bless you. In Jesus' mighty name, keep looking up. Our new bodies almost are here to arrive. In Jesus' name, amen.